let's just say to get to $30,000 a month in 90 days, give me three bullet points, step-by-step checklist, three checklists on uh, how to get there. Yeah. I think is one, it starts with what you're selling. Hello, everybody, and welcome to How to Scale an Agency. We're going to be focusing on all the ways in which your business can grow and scale online as a digital marketing agency. The digital marketing agency space has never been easier to get into. And on this podcast, we're going to help uncover all the tricks and tools of the trade that digital marketing agency owners are doing today to help them achieve the scale necessary to be wealthy, prosperous, and do good in the world. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Hello, everybody. This is the sixth episode of the Agency Scale podcast. We're still workshopping a name, so we'll figure out if we're going to call it Agency Scale or something else probably next week. But everyone in there, bear with us. We got Serge here, who's in Montreal, Canada, and he consults with agencies and runs an agency himself. I'll give him a second to introduce himself and let y'all know what he does. Hi, everyone. My name is Serge. Uh, I'm currently based in Montreal, like uh, Lucas said. So I run a consulting business where we help agencies, but not just agencies, but really anyone running a high ticket offer or service business online. Build new cost-effective acquisition systems online. Yeah. And scale past 50 or more per month, 50k per month. One thing you, you do, which I find uh, niche about you, and, and actually something that you showed us how to do, was uh, learning how to prospect on Instagram. I don't think anyone really knows that they can do B2B prospecting on Instagram, to be honest. Like, I actually just talked to a pretty massive agency the other day, and they had no idea you could even do it. I mean, actually, let me phrase it. I talked to probably one of the largest agencies, and they had no idea you could do it. So I'm curious, like, share some wisdom, at least high level. Like, what did, how did you figure out the channel? What are you willing to share with people? Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, 100%. So, so essentially, my story, I, I think it's, I need to go over the story for people to really understand. So I started an advertising agency, right? I started up with an advertising agency in 2019, back in November. I bought access to a course. But after going through that course, I noticed that it didn't really teach anything about outbound prospect, right? Ended up going through some courses about outbound prospecting. And I ended up selling my customers on my advertising services, but they didn't end up having a budget for that. So I was like, well, I still need to serve them. Uh, and there were business coaches and consultants. So I ended up just duplicating the same process I actually used to get them on a call and sell them to get them high ticket, like high, high uh, meetings. And um, after doing that, ended up, I had access to an audience of agency owners. So I was like, well, does anybody need help doing some appointment setting? So I ended up pivoting to building an appointment setting agency and um, scaled it to, you know, over, you know, 30K per month in 90 days. But one thing happened where I was working with a lot of e-commerce a lot of people who run e-commerce agencies were struggling a lot to book meetings and i knew that email is pretty hard to scale in a way yes it's hard it's really painful but the job that i had prior to going all full-time in so i've actually been in business for like maybe less than 10 months i was working for an e-commerce company it was a no kit brand they're making like 400 million in revenue every year now and one thing that i noticed is they have a customer service rep or a manager who's actually managing the social platforms. So I was like, well, is it possible for actually instead of outreaching 
through channels that people normally outreach in, like emails, LinkedIn, find the owners. Can we actually use the same like door that customers use to communicate with the, the team to actually get information of the decision maker? Mm-hmm. And ended up signing my first customer who was uh, an, e- an e-commerce agency and tested it out. I didn't know if it would work, but first literally met brand that gave us an email. He sent us a quick video and they booked the call. Yeah, and that actually is a big critical piece of this, I think, which is, uh, and we do it a lot too, uh, and I felt like you incorporated it into your process, which I felt was really smart. Like you had our team create videos, like personalized videos, which definitely I think improved the show up rates. Like give me some, this podcast is super big on numbers, statistics and everything. Like if you don't have like client statistics, maybe you can give us just some ballpark like statistics that you see when you're doing these videos. Like what's the improvement from doing a video versus not doing a video? And like, what does that video consist of? And why should a company do video marketing when they do outreach, right? Yeah, 100%, yeah. Most people, what they do is they rely a lot on like the copy that they send, right? The offer, things like that, right? But when I started the the, the appointment setting business, I was like, well, I need to do, I need to go above and beyond. I need to compete, right, with people. So I was like, well, how can you compete with people on words? It's almost impossible. There will always be someone who can also write the same copy as you. So uh, I was listening to this, uh, like, uh, presentation by Charlie Munger where he went over, like, the different misjudgments that human made, made mix, like, different biases. And he went over this reciprocity bias and ended up just having some, like, confirmation bias when I read, like, the, the book by Robert Cialdani or something Cialdani. like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that Where persuasion? Goes, right? Is that what it's called? Persuasion? Yeah, yeah persuasion. Exactly. Pull that one out I ended up reading that, that, like, if when someone, like, if you ask someone something and he does you a favor, he's actually more open to doing you another favor. So I was like, well, is it possible for us to build a process where we ask prospects for a favor before actually try to even pitch them anything? So let's say when we go on Instagram, we used to ask for brands for to give us their emails, and then we send them a video. So we actually get micro-commitments, and we send them a video so it actually induces the reciprocity bias where they will, they're like, oh, wow, these guys actually created a short video for us. And they're not actually long videos, like five minutes is enough. And um, we actually get like maybe eight to... For, I think one of your your campaign was probably one of the most performing campaign. I think is because of your service. But or because of this, this guy right here, you know, Andrew with the mustache. Like, my videos were 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, that's just because I'm such an e-commerce nerd. So I was just like, you need to do this, this, and this. But the concept is the same, right? Right. You want to provide as much value as humanly possible. 100%. Yeah. I was going to ask you, what have you seen as like the ideal length of time for a video? Do you see if it actually, does it actually improve anything if the video is longer? No, I don't think it's, if it's above like eight, nine minutes, I think people don't actually get to that call to action at the end. So for, we've had meetings booked from two minute videos, but I would say that the best is around four to eight minutes. Here's been my experience doing hundreds of those videos. Nobody gets to the end, but they see me talking so much that by the time they get on the call, they're like a lot more interested in working together because they know how knowledgeable I am in the subject. That being said, 
on the calls, I would be like, yeah, so, you know, how much of the video do you get there? And they're like, I was four minutes in, and then I was convinced, and then I just set that up. So, you yeah, know, the call. I never would recommend doing the course I did. Well, this is super interesting. Um, maybe just for a few minutes here, we can ask about you how to really, you know, I'm going I'm to make that the headline of this show, obviously, which is uh, scale to $30,000 a month in 90 days. It's hard to do for people. How did you do it? What was the um, difficult part about it? What was the easiest part about it? Yeah, I think the I think the key insight that a lot of people are starting service businesses is they try to go and sell to people that they don't have access to. If you want to really go from like forget even 30k, I think 30k was limited because of this kind of business I was running, like done free appointment setting. It's almost crazy to um, it's hard to scale i mean you guys have done it though but i don't know how you guys do it but uh, i think the, the secret is is really is really having an audience so like that you have an audience you're going to make seven figures like regardless of what you do right so i think my secret was i started an appointment setting agency right i said that i was helping at first coaches but I ended up being like, I looked around, right? I just took a step back and observed who I could, who could actually benefit from this new skill set that I developed. And uh, I was like, where there are 3,000 agency owners in it and part of a group. I was like, well, I could service them. And um, that simple key insight was like, yeah, just go back and sell the insights you have to the same people who are stuck where you were at. And that's really it. No secret meeting strategies like I had an audience. Awesome. Well, I don't want to dominate the conversation. Andrew, Jordan, do you guys have any questions or thoughts? I mean, it's just, the, I back up what he said. I found, I found you on a Facebook post. I don't even know, I don't even know how I got in your, your network. In fact, I think I was using Facebook automation to get in front of more agency owners. And then you just fell into that funnel and I was scrolling through my feed. And then I saw your video, which is again, the same concept you were providing such detailed value explaining like A to Z what needs to get done. And I was just like, this guy knows his stuff. And then yeah, we got on a call. We got on a call. Yeah. So I got my systems question. So I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs or agency founders, right? Who they're limited on time, right? I view everything as a as an operations guide opportunity cost. If I'm doing this, this means I'm not doing something else. Obviously when it comes to building your funnel and selling, like the most important thing is like you want the highest leverage activity and someone like Andrew before meeting you or even me, like as marketers, we're thinking like, how can I blast out 10,000 people so I can get a 0.05 conversion rate, but I also don't have to put any time to it. So like what's your strategy on using the repetitive task promotion to yeah. get some sort of economies of scale, or is it just because you know you're going to get between eight to fifteen percent like responses, and you know your sales numbers that you just are able to logically understand the ROI you're getting at your time? So I think the the key to scaling is just productizing your sales pitch. So like I don't, I'm not really like a systems guy. Like I don't have ten thousand automations going. What I do is I've built my business just around virtual assistants and building video sales letters. Are you building a custom one for each person? Or is it... No. Like, okay, that's where I'm getting at, right? 
Yeah. I have a loom video in one minute. My, my numbers suck. They are very yeah. bad. But I've been complacent because I get enough over a larger sample size. It's like, yeah. that's fine. So how, do, how can you get, a, how can you create a value-added video that's long enough where yeah. people are interested? Because I've seen with like Lucas or Andrew, when you're working as an agency, you can go to someone's page or through SEMrush or like through these tools, figure out where they're not optimizing. But how can you create a template in video where you're still able to scale it, but that's value? Yeah. So the, the idea is I don't go into creating a video sales letter. I ask myself, like, what am I going to sell? I actually focus on what, because in order for people to really watch a video that is 10 minutes long, 20 minutes long, 30 minutes, they need to go into it looking for a solution. So I don't, the video that I'll create is literally like a value video, but I'm pitching my, my offer. So let's say an example could be like, let's say I want to share the inside of Instagram outreach, right? But I want to actually use the video to educate them on our processes and then get them on a call. Well, I'll say, hey, it's time to actually, you're struggling through email, right? You're not able to book calls. So you tell them about what they're currently struggling with. And then you bring in a new insight. Hey, you could actually be getting 10 grants every day, giving you their emails to get on, to, for you to sell them, right? So I pitch that. I educate them on the process, literally from the A to Z. A lot of people try to keep the insights to themselves, but it's like nobody will just take your information and go implement it themselves. Nobody does that, right? So I just literally educate them on the whole process. And at the end, I'm like, hey, if you're interested, I'd definitely love to not to get you on a call and sell you, but actually love to get you on a call and actually walk you through the process. I love it. Well, and also, yeah. one of the things we found, we, we did, uh, we did um, I think at this point, like 2,000 custom videos where every single one of them was probably two minutes long from our BDR team over the last 12 months. Uh, the one thing that they always say when they hop on the call is like, I'm only hopping on the call because you made a video. That's like a big thing. So, so keep much. it in mind. That's a good call about that. Brilliant. Yeah, and I will say too, yeah. like the uh, this is validated. The the initial campaign, like for instance, that that I did back in the day using my team with video, I made I think I made like twenty videos or forty videos or something. I booked like five ten meetings. It took me like twenty hours. I wasn't doing the prospect. I was just making the video part, and then. From those initial, and I have like every single client that I sent that video for in a folder with the Loom video I made in that folder, they have since paid us like 200 grand <laughs> for 20 hours of time, right? So it's like, you can't get ROIs like that anywhere else. That's how you maximize your time as an agency owner is you make it like super niche and you, it's also very flattering too, because if you're an agency owner and you're taking the time to like make a video, you're like, not just doing a spray and pray approach. You're actually like really helping them out. So we try to do that. Not all we try to do the next best thing for clients that can't make videos. But I always encourage people to make their own videos if they have the time. You know, it's a very good approach. Yeah. Serge, what 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 what, what uh of the tools you are willing to share? Are there any tools or software that you use that would be helpful for the for other agency owners that you know are are good? Or is that all secret? Um, <laughs> you can keep it a secret if you want. Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just because I'm not really that 
like operation wise, I'm I'm not really the best. I'm just good at just signing deals, and stuff like that. <laughs> but That's um, good. we don't use many softwares. Even I was even on using Slack, but I stopped it because I had like over a hundred people on there, and they were trying to charge me like eight hundred bucks a month. I'm like, yeah, hell no. <laughs> so, but the, the the tools we use is really go high level. We just actually recently started using it. We've moved our customers to Discord. We use you know simple stuff like Calendly and really just the the, the little things you need. And why like, do you um, use go high level? I'm just curious. Because uh, I'm building out a remote sales team, mm-hmm. so just wanted to actually like align the 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 actual like calendar process and maybe because I'm also using active campaigns so I thought we could just put it all in one I love that I mean my team member suggested it yeah yeah I've actually been on a a sales call at Phil High Level I think they have nearly 10,000 people on their platform maybe more yeah it's pretty amazing the the tool is pretty comprehensive and uh I actually don't use Go High Level, but uh, I do know that it's the um, it's used by so many agency owners. It's like extremely efficient. I mean, you really could do like practically anything through there. And then Calendly, of course. You know, there's another company that just I found out called Chili Piper uh, that does scheduling. I think a little better than uh, Calendly, but I use I actually still use Calendly because I don't want to move away from it. It's just too sticky right now for me. But uh, too simple. Yeah. Too simple. Too easy. Just too complicated. It really is. Well, hey guys, if you if you don't have any other questions, um, well, if you do, uh, feel free to ask them now. I just wanted to uh, wind up the interview real quick. But do you guys have anything for Serge? I got I got my final final question. So, Serge, are you still the lead consultant in your agency, or do you not have people that are actually running your services for you? Uh, yeah, I'm still I'm still the main consultant in the biz. Is there a plan to? in the next six, 12 months to remove yourself or have other consultants so you can scale? Yeah. See, the actual strategy that I have is turning my customers into the consultant. There you what's go. That, what's that strategy? Is that a white label strategy? Or what's that going to look like? No, because I feel like even the even my sales team, I think the best people, especially for people who are selling information, the best thing is you, it's hard to just take someone outside of the company and just like ramp them up on everything. So I found that because our, our customers really like our stuff. So they like to ask me, hey, would you be interested if I actually started selling and maybe getting a referral? So I'm like, yeah. And for the customers who become really good at selling their own agency, I'm like, yeah, would you be interested in taking one of our support calls and things like that? That's fantastic. Yeah. You know, um, that's that's a very similar approach. Um, I will say for anyone out there listening, maybe I shouldn't say the exact agency, but there's very large agencies that their whole goal is just consolidation. And so what they do is they either formally or informally buy out smaller companies to basically do exactly what you're mm-hmm. saying, or they'll just make them a partner, white label them. For us, we do the same thing. So like, We've done the approach where we have uh, employees learning to close and learning to help clients pick the right services or run accounts. Uh, And we do have employees in-house that are non-agency owners, um, and they do serve certain functions that are valuable um, and assistance as well. But it's just so much quicker to have someone who already understands everything about marketing talk about your services. So it's interesting to see you do the same approach because it's very valuable. Um, well, I'll end with uh, some final questions we typically ask people. It's just uh, four you know, quick responses. 
first of all, what's your age? How old are you? I'm 23. 23? Shit. That is savage. <laughs> Good job. Uh, well, how, how long have you been in the business for this business? I mean, I quit my job in June last, like beginning of July last year. Uh, I've run this offer since, since November 2020. Or sorry, are you financed or not financed? Like, do you take on any debt or is this completely bootstrapped? Like, uh, bootstrapped. Good. Go. That's uh, right. That's right, man. Yeah. God, 23 and bootstrapped. That's awesome. Last question, though. Never been was better that? time digitally. No, it is never. crazy. It's like, I definitely am down for diversification and putting my money in other places, like real estate, for instance. I'm open to that idea, but honestly, like, like you're printing money nowadays. It's like it's too easy yeah, online. No, all of your dollars are going to go to software. We know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> all right. Last question. Let's just say to get to thirty thousand dollars a month in ninety days, give me three bullet points, step by step checklist, three checklists on uh, how to get there. Like if you had to give someone a, yeah. a step-by-step plan with three steps, what would you do? Yeah. I think is one, it starts with what you're selling. Mm-hmm. So create a situational offers, uh, meaning like go find a group of people who are in a specific painful situation and say that you can take them from where they're currently at to where they want to be. And um, second thing is build an outbound prospecting campaign on social platforms. The old process of using, like, going and scraping people's emails, that, like, that's not, I don't think that that's efficient. The third thing is the easiest way to add, forget and 30K in 90 days, 30K in the next two weeks. Ooh. Go buy, <laughs> go buy the audience, go buy the audience of the people in a specific situation mm. and just tell, hey guys, like, I'm ready to save you guys. I'm here to save you and just get them yeah. on a call. How can you boom, do that? Boom, How can boom. You yeah, I was gonna say. Go what do you What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> you mean like micro acquire? So no, I mean like. Uh, see, most of the people who are in this online space have already been sold to a product, right? A digital product, of course. Anything like that. So what you do is you go and find someone who's already sold to your audience. You buy that product and you access that audience, and you just get them to the next level. That's smart. That's a hack. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> you know what my hack is? I, I mean, people, yeah, what is it? Dude, I'll tell you this. You might like this. My hack is, because um, obviously a lot of agencies work with us. My hack is I just have my assistant book um, meetings on other website agencies' uh, websites. And um, I just oh, say wow. I'm looking to partner and I have a lot of clients and I need help with fulfillment because I do. And if they want to work with me, that's great too. <laughs> but literally, she's just there going through nice. an entire list of agency owners, oh, booking wow. meetings with every single person. And I know that like 20% that's of them will work with us, you know? Oh, shit. It's pretty good. Well, because it's like you, it is actually true. Like for you too, I mean, you're, you got, you could get, you could make them yeah. money in a lot of ways, right? Either through like referrals or working together, but like, it's true, yeah. you know? So. Yeah, if I have an empty calendar, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, they'll take the mating too because it's like you're you're actually going to partner with them. They're like, what? So it's like a, yeah. it's a legit. It's just like I'm okay, looking good. for white label fulfillment. I'm looking for partnering. I'm looking for anything like that. And they'll show up and then yeah. you form a relationship, you know? So anyways, man, uh, yeah. Serge, your, is, your, is your company still called Intego Media? Yeah. 
Okay, is that, and people can find you at integomedia.com? Is that where they go? Yeah, no, it's better if they find me on my social platforms. So my name is Serge Gattari, Serge, S-E-R-G-E, G-A-T-A-R-I, on Instagram or Facebook or awesome. YouTube. Awesome. Well, Serge Guitari with Intego Media yeah. was able to scale Bootstrap, 23 years old, to $30,000 in 90 days. He says you could do it in less than 90 days, in two weeks. So take his advice yeah. and hit him up if you have any questions about Instagram. Thank you guys all for listening to oh, and yeah. watching this episode of the Agency Scale Podcast. And uh, until next time.